Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hey Thought Thinkers, I am happy to be here today. I am still out in the world living a life that is full of ups and downs and all arounds, but this podcast and sharing space and thoughts with you guys brings me great, great joy. And with that, as usual, I want to start from a place of gratitude and I want to say thank Thank you to all of those who stand with me. Thank you to all of those who have been listening from the beginning. And thank you to those who are just joining us today. I'm not sure where you are listening from, but remember, you can subscribe at think at runonthoughts.com. You can send questions to hey help at runonthoughtsmedia.com or think at runonthoughts.com. You can listen from Spotify. You can listen from iHeartRadio. You can listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and you can always listen from runonthoughts.com. With that, I would like to get started because I am very excited about today's topic. Why am I excited? Because I have been getting questions. And that makes me so happy because I work so hard to share myself with you guys. And as the podcast grows, as the listeners grows, and we create this little family, I enjoy when we are leaning on each other for assistance. Do you know what I'm saying? Because this is not about being perfect. This is about understanding that not everything works for everybody. But when you live in a world that forces you to exist in a box, it is hard for you to understand that that box may not work for you. So I got a question. I got a question to, hey, help. Let's start and read the question. It says, dear, hey, help. Hey, help. That's me. I said that, but in all in all, the subject line is, hey, help. So that would have come through anyway, but I'm still excited to be getting in questions. I get in more questions, but the truth is this one was specifically about last week's episode, family or foe. So let's go. Dear, hey, help. I have been listening to your podcast. Oh, they've been listening. And last week's episode struck a chord with me. It was the first time I felt like I had permission to disconnect with a family member who violated me and yet is still welcome to family events. I am scared. What are some boundaries I can create? Oh, shit. Okay. That's exactly what last week's episode was about. Now, if I were off the air, I would hold your hand and make sure that you are ready. Because the truth of the matter is that I believe that we always know what to do. But because of the social constructs and the brainwashing, we have all been retold things that we know in our guts are not true and are not right for us. Before I get into what I would tell you to do, I'm gonna start with the story. Because I read this question, 
I had to travel and on my travels, you know, you're usually meeting with the elders. And I love the elders in my life, and I have never been violated in any way, but I can definitely understand how many in the family structure have been violated and feel re-victimized by feeling like they are not supported by the elders. Sometimes I feel like elders feel a sense of entitlement to us no matter what. And the reason why they feel this sense of entitlement is because they come from even harsher conditions, right? But they also come from conditions that require obedience as a form of love. And each tradition, in each generation, it feels like we get less and less away from religious traditions. And in some of these traditions, we are told that we have to do everything from a place of suffering from a place of unconditional love, from a place of unconditional respect. Everything we do is unconditional. And that hurts my heart because then I realize, well, then how are we supposed to gauge right and wrong if everything is supposed to be okay? If everything is forgivable, if everything is okay. And you know what? I welcome differing opinions because for those of you that can forgive everybody, and still yet exists in a healthy experience, I applaud you. I am not one of those. And I don't think there is anything wrong with either view. I think there is something wrong with imposing your view on other people. One of the elders in my family, I told them that I didn't love someone in the family. Well, first of all, they said, I know you love that person. And I was trying to figure out where they got that from because I have never talked about this person. I have never said anything negative to them about this person because when I don't want nothing to do with you, I don't have a desire to talk bad about you. I don't have a desire to talk good about you. I don't have a desire for anything wrong to happen to you in any way, shape, or form. When I don't want you in my life, I simply am taking you out of it. I'm not including you with misery and pain and a need for vengeance or anything like that, like I've stated to you guys in the past, right? I cannot forgive you, and still, I'm not holding on to whatever it is. I have let it all go. I have given it up to a higher power. I don't want anything to happen to you. Life will happen to you or nothing will happen to you. But what you won't be is a part of my life. So this elder told me that I should love this person. And I said, I will not. I will not love this person. And he said, why not? And I said, I don't want to. My love is not free. And it was just like, it's, it, it, it's for you. And I go, well, explain to me how is it for me? How is it for me? How is loving someone that I don't want to love for me? What about that action is for me? And they didn't have an answer for me. And that bothered me because I could have respected it if it had came with an answer. Even those people that say forgiveness is for you. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Forgiveness is for me. For me to do what? I don't feel any way about not forgiving you. For me, it feels like re-victimization. For me, it feels like, I want to say slavery, but... I see this in other cultures. I see this in other families. I see, I see this in all types of structures around the entire globe of people being forced to forgive and let things be and let things go that for me shouldn't be let go. And so I was adamant and then I realized that I was mad and I thought I was mad because he told me this, but the truth is I was more mad for you guys. And that is when I decided that I was going to have part two of family or foe 
answering the question because I realized how prevalent this is for so many and how so many of you are not me. And what that means is that so many of you are not able to stand in your truth. I don't love this person and there is nothing that no one can do to make me love them. Because first of all, what could I have done in that moment? Lie? Lie? And say that I love them and they'll feel and then feel the pain of trying to force myself to love someone that I simply do not love. First of all, my love language is acts of service, right? So if I love you, it, I know and recognize that I want to do things for you. If I don't want to do things for you, that means that I don't love you. So now this false idea. So then what do I suffer? I'm not interested in suffering on behalf of love. Right? Because even some in my family have called me a, um, a good daughter because I am there for my father while he is sick. First of all, I don't judge or question what other people do. I do what I want and I do what I can. If, like I told you guys, if I had not healed my relationship with my father, I would not be there. Nobody could guilt me. Nobody can make me do anything. I do what I want and I do what I can. Together, there's a medium, right? What I can and what I want. I want to be there for him and I am as, and, and I am there for him as much as I can. I think next week's episode is going to be an episode that I did already with my father. I was waiting, but I think this family or foe thing is a good top, a topic to move my father into the conversation because I want you guys to understand that part of the reason why I have forgiven my father is because my father has taken accountability and my father is a different human being. See, sorry without change of behavior, it's not fucking sorry to me. I don't know what the fuck that is and I don't really give a shit. But y'all are not going to make me feel guilty and to make me feel like people are entitled to my love. That people are entitled to our energy. That people are entitled to our acts of service. That they are entitled to our respect. Now, as it relates to our parents, I do believe that we are supposed to respect them. Respect for me, that simply means that I do not curse at you and I do not say ill things towards you, which for me is an even greater reason why you should be disconnecting from relationships that don't serve you. Because if you feel like you need to disrespect your parent because you feel like you have been victimized, unseen, and unheard, then you are fucking in therapy or getting help or even listening to this podcast because the acts committed against you. When the truth is, you need to deal with the fact that you may not need to be existing in this relationship the way that you are, right? I don't believe that you should disrespect your parents, but I do believe that this blind, blanket sense of forgiveness and obedience and I'm the child and you are the parent that has got to stop right because there are people especially our elders who believe that no matter what they did no matter what they did 
They are deserving of our allegiance. They are deserving of our respect. They are deserving of everything that they should not have to say thank you. They should not have to apologize. They should not have to do anything because they are the parent. Even parents who are not there for children believe that those children should be indebted to them and should be there for them. And I'm trying to figure out why. Why? Because first of all, some of it is not just about respect and obedience. Some of it is about the fact that you never fostered a relationship. And that means that you simply never filled up the cup. So if you've never filled up the cup, what are you drinking from? If you've never filled up someone's cup, exactly what are you drinking from i say that with love right there are consequences to our actions and this idea that we are god and that we have the same capabilities as god will drive you friggin crazy I wanted to curse in that moment, but I didn't want to say God and the curse at the same time. Because although I am a new and different person, I do still have respect for said elders. Does that make sense? I have respect for them, but I don't have to accept you into my life if you do something to me that doesn't make me feel whole and seen and heard and loved and that I can trust you in the space. Because as the holidays near, many people's anxiety begins to rise. I love the holidays, like I said last week. But I realized I love the holidays because I have created my own family of people who have been there for me, period. That's my definition of family. Those who have showed up and showed out for me and mine. And those people know who they are to me. They all know exactly where they stand at in my life. I love them with everything that I am and that is my family, period. Everybody else is just relatives. I may like some of y'all. I may even love some of y'all. But everybody don't get to be in your space because you don't get to take my peace in my space. Does that make sense? You don't get to take my peace. And you want to know another thing that I've realized about these elders? They ain't even happy. I've been seeing it trending about Kirk Franklin and his father finding out that the father his mother told him was his father wasn't his father and this other man that he knew nothing about was his father and his mother even after two DNA tests still sitting in the wrong. Now I recognize from unpacking my own shit that she must have trauma, right? But she's also from a generation that told you to, if you made your bed, you lie in it. And that secrets went underneath the underneath the, the rug, right? She's from a very different different generation where she has been programmed to lie and act like it simply didn't happen. To want the love of a son, but you can't offer him nothing. 
You can't even offer the truth. He's not asking for time because you can't give that back to him. He's not asking for the past to be redone. He's asking you for truth, for healing, and you can't give him that. And I hope that he finds a way to find healing without your truth while he recognizes that you don't have it to give because revealing the truth would mean that you have to unpack your own damn traumas and our elders got traumas they have seen some things they have put up with some things Way more than we have, which is why they probably can't understand why we are so unwilling to no longer live this way. Thanksgiving is coming up. Many of you have to go into a house and be in the presence of a motherfucking pedophile. Get the fuck out of here. And that brings me back to the question, right? I wanted to share what I've been going through so I can let this person who wrote into me understand that you are not alone, sweetie. I don't even know if you are a man or a woman, but you are not alone, sweetie. Millions of people all around the world are in the very same predicament as you. Like you said, the first time you felt like you had permission to disconnect from a family member who had violated you. And I am here to say, be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself, right? Because that means that that sentiment resonated with you. It was true for you. It doesn't have to be true for everyone, but it was true for you. And now that you understand that that is true for you, what do you do? Because the fear is not just about the boundaries, right? Because here it goes, like I said last week, the fear is that in creating a boundary, the only person who has to honor your boundary is you. The boundary is for you. The boundary is not about the other person. You are not giving an ultimatum. You are not telling other people what to do. In a boundary, you are telling people what you are going to accept, what you are going to do. And if the environment doesn't serve you, then you have to hold to the decision attached to the boundary and disconnect yourself. And that is where I think the fear lies for you. That is where you are scared. So what are some boundaries that you can create? First of all, you are going to need to sit with yourself and you are going to have to have a good cry about what has happened to you. And you are going to have to unpack the fact that any guilt that you are carrying about the violation you served has nothing to do with you. And I am telling you, and I mean telling you, I am telling you to give it back. Because when someone violates you, they give you their darkness. It frees them up to be out here in the world delivering darkness like fucking devils. And here you are with positive light and they are taking it from you. I am telling you to give it back. 
See, I don't even know what type of violation you served, right? Was served to you. But I am telling you to put it on the platter and give it back. It is not yours. If you were raped, you didn't do a motherfucking thing. And I have had this conversations with my own family members. I don't care. And I think I've said this in earlier podcasts. I don't care. If you are walking around butt naked at 10 years old, holding your butt cheeks open, no grown-up has the right to violate you. You did nothing, my dear. Nothing. The onus is not on the responsibility of the victim. Why do we live in a society that perpetually blames the victim for the acts of the predator. Why are we not getting rid of the predators? Why are we not holding them accountable? Why are we allowing them to continue to exist in our structure? Because they are why the earth ain't shit. They are why humans can't get along. They are why people are asking, is there a God? They are why people are falling away from God and from all the things that people want them to be a part of because they are broken and hurt and they are carrying the darkness from those people who have violated them. And yet so many people in our family Calm down, Marshall. Stand on the side of the predator. It makes me think sometimes that they are standing on the side of the predator because they too are also predators. And I know that that is not true for everyone. Some people have just been taught to exist this way, to forgive everything. But if you forgive everything, then where the fuck are the consequences? And if there are no consequences for actions, then these actions grow. You get repeat offenders. Nothing changes when you don't hold people accountable, when you don't set boundaries. But then, boom! Sweetie who wrote in, now that you have created this boundary, now what? Because when you create a boundary, the boundary is not just for the person who victimized you. Because you are a part of a family that still allows the predator to be part of the family structure. And I believe that that is why most times we are willing to brush it under the rug and act like it didn't happen and try to coexist in the toxic environment. Because we don't want to lose the whole for the one. But the truth is, you may have to create a new family. Because you also may have to mourn the loss of the family who doesn't side with you who doesn't support you, who doesn't see you as worthy of being safe, of feeling loved. 
Because that's the crazy part. You know how many people are not sharing their fucking secret because sharing their secret means that they have to violate and hurt other people? See, I have a rule. I constantly try when I'm telling a story not to share names. If I share a name, it means that the secret or the crime that you committed is bigger enough that everybody should know. I ain't holding the secrets of no murderer. I ain't holding no secrets of no rapist. I ain't holding no secrets of no fucking pedophile. Or anybody who committed any sexual acts. If you did it to me. Right? If you did it to me. I can say your name. If you did it to someone else. Then I cannot say your name. Because it is not my story to tell. But if someone has wronged you. Right. And you have been taught and instructed. And if you have been brainwashed into believing that you need to keep the secret for the benefit of the whole. Then the whole is broken. There's a leak. There's a leak anyway. And this is why so many families have the predator in the mist. Right. They need to silence you because you're the person that could go out into the world and you could unearth the rug and you could tell all the family secrets because everybody wants to go out into the world and look like they don't got no shit. But the truth is, everybody got shit. And another thing, that's another reason why some people don't want to forgive everybody, right? Because when they say like, everybody does it, everybody does it, everybody don't do shit. The people who say everybody, they part of the everybody. So if you get on there and say everybody cheats, I assume you cheat. If you say everybody do that, I assume that's you. Because I don't cheat, so that means that I'm not a part of the everybody. Or everybody in your circle. Get another fucking circle. But in this life, in this new life, as we move forward, it looks like we're going to have to start giving ourselves permission to create new families and you may need therapy and not therapy because I think you did anything wrong because I really do hope that you can give that shit back if you've been violated not near part of it was your fault and I don't give a fuck what the fuck you did because at the end of the day yes there are lessons that we can learn about how to move in the world based on the bad actions committed against us that's it learn lessons about maneuvering not about the actual act the people who committed the act are responsible for the act, and that's on that. It ain't a motherfucking thing that grandma, uncle, cousin, or nobody or auntie could say to make it right. Nobody. You do not have to let things go. You do not have to sweep it under the rug. You do not have to accept people who have wronged you. You do not have to accept the shit. And you know what else you don't have to do? You don't got to hold it in your heart either. You don't got to hold that shit. Let it go. Because you know what? I'm not going to tell you to forgive them. That's not what we do here. But what I am going to tell you to do is tell you that become indifferent. They don't fucking matter. They have already taken up too much space in your life. So we're not going to walk around acting like we forgive them. But we don't feel nothing for them. They are no longer your responsibility. Because you are going to have to spend enough time figuring out how to be a part of a new family because this family doesn't serve you. 
Well, they can, right? If they are willing to oblige your new set of boundaries that you have set for yourself. Because the truth is, everything we do in the world is about our boundaries. And even when we don't honor our own boundaries for ourselves, I believe that that is where our pain and our shame comes from, right? Because we are letting people walk on us. And even though they, we have been told and trained and brainwashed, there is a subconscious mind that knows and understands that it ain't right for you. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.